Hi, this is Candy and Lewis's Real Talk. It's Rudy and Justin, and thank you for sticking with us for the first two episodes, and we really hope you enjoyed them. Today, we'll be talking about one of Candy and Lewis's purposes through real estate, and that is diversity. As we all know, the world is constantly changing and evolving through movements led by incredibly diverse people on diverse subjects. When a group comes together and communicates effectively, containing people of all different walks of life, and incredible things will be accomplished. For example, I was reading an article about one of the best companies in the world, Marriott International. The CEO, Arnie Sorensen, said, Everyone, no matter their sexual orientation, identity, gender, race, religion, disability, or ethnicity, should have equal opportunity to get a job, start a business, or be served by a business. He also wrote, Use your leadership to minimize divisiveness around these areas by letting people live their lives and by ensuring that they are treated equally in the public square. This speaks volumes as it speaks how most people, and especially top producers in the world, recognize the importance of implementing diversity in their business. Alright, so we'll be talking about how diversity comes into real estate. So diversity plays a vital role in any business, especially real estate. Uh, we all come from different backgrounds and have different mindsets, and it's extremely important for us to understand each other. So here in the Cherry Hill branch, um, our office, it's fairly diverse. Uh, who we work for, Lewis and Candy. Uh, so Lewis, he is Spanish and he's Latino and he's heavily involved in the Latino community. Um, he's, he started the uh, Latinos Unidos Facebook group and he's also heavily involved in the environmental uh, community as well. So as you can see, there's diversity demographically and even uh, interest-wise. Candy, uh, and she leads all of us through diversity, um, integrity, and leadership. Uh, she's gay and is heavily involved in the gay community. Um, she's involved in uh, the gay real estate industry. Uh, she also came from like the car rental business, so she has many experience in multiple fields. Um, and lastly, Justin was recruited by Lewis and Candy. He implements the team's diverse ideas into successful projects and products, one of this being the podcast we're on. He's been with them since February and became a project manager with Candy and Lewis and really adds his own diverse approach to projects and goals. So when it comes to Lewis and Candy and how they use diversity, they use it in a few ways. So basically they use it to reach new people and create valuable relationships with other clients. It then allows them to open up and become more comfortable with people from all walks of life. It allows communication with clients and others extraordinarily easier and makes it more meaningful. Uh, so how is it important in real estate? Um, like Rudy said, uh, how Lewis and Candy use it, um, it allows for better communication. Um, you're also connecting with your clients. You're, it allows your clients to be like more comfortable with you emotionally and on a personal level as well. So when it comes to diversity in real estate, um, it just allows for better networking, connecting. Uh, again, communication becomes easier and more meaningful. Uh, so to speak more on diversity or um, their diverse background, we have Alan Wang, who's actually an intern of ours, uh, to speak on it. We're here with Alan Wong today, who's an intern here who goes to the University of Michigan. Alan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right, so hi, I'm Alan. Um, 
I'm pursuing a double major in economics and international studies at the University of Michigan, and I'm excited to be here at Berkshire Hathaway interning for Kenny and Lewis and learning more about real estate and marketing. Thank you, Alan. Um, so tell us more about your like, family background. Okay, uh, so both my parents are involved in the medical field. So back in high school, uh, I was taking all these science classes, biology, chemistry, and then later when I moved into college, I took economics in college and found that it was really interesting and it's more, more, I was more passionate about it. So um, I guess my medical background is diverse in the field I'm currently in, which is economics and more like global, like international. Um, so uh, sometimes like when I'm talking in my groups, especially international studies, when they're talking about healthcare in different countries, like my medical background comes through and um, it brings more to the conversation and um, yeah, it just helps me out in my classes, my discussions, stuff like that, yeah. So how would you say like um, your diversity like impacted your life? Okay, uh, so growing up, I'm a first generation America, uh, American. Uh, my parents moved here back in the 1980s to come to medical school. So growing up, uh, I had like a traditional like uh, American upbringing, went to elementary school, pre preschool, elementary school, all that. But on the weekends, I would go to Chinese school as well. And then uh, as you may know, like American and Chinese culture, they're uh, quite different, uh, learning two languages at the same time. Um, so sometimes like I felt a little bit out of place in school um, because I grew up in a mostly like suburban, uh, white neighborhood and but I realized as I was growing older like those differences um, they only helped me uh, they didn't really um, bring me down in any kind of way and I catalyzed that uh, in college when I joined uh, more like Asian American uh, groups and associations like the fraternity I'm part of is Asian interest and um, that has helped me like expand my horizons and grow as a person so yeah um, so within this group particularly, have you observed anything that's like come to your attention? Like, does it actually work bringing together this diverse group of people? Uh, are you referring to our internship? Yeah, the internship. Uh, for internship? Yeah, I think so. Um, because I came in about two, three weeks um, before the, uh, after the internship started. So uh, there were a group of interns here already. So I was just uh, observing like the group dynamic. Uh, how everybody interacted and I feel like just within a day or two I really got settled into the group and I felt like I was part of it everybody worked really well together on their individual projects uh, whether it was like the newsletter uh, that me Colin and Anthony are working on or the podcast that you guys uh, are working at I think um, everybody's backgrounds and um, personalities just bring us together and make us a pretty dynamic like well-working group do you think that the diversity in the group, it, it shows in the work we do, like the podcast and your um, newsletter that you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, in our newsletter, at least, like uh, all our experiences, looking at different like newsletters, being um, like experience with all our experience, I think uh, when we're uh, brainstorming and discussing what we should put in the newsletter, um, people make different suggestions that I probably would have never thought of. Mm -hmm. And then just all those... Um, all of our ideas combined, like it creates the product that we have now, which is our almost completed newsletter. Right. When will that be out? Uh, 
I think it's almost completed, but we're trying to shoot for late July to early August. Gotcha. Yeah. And so our last question for you is a little bit of a deep one is, what is diversity to you? Ooh, okay. Um, I think diversity, uh, I think it's like the accumulation of all of your experiences, um, your interactions with different people. It's basically what makes you who, uh, like, makes who you are, like it composes like your composition. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Definitely. All right, well, thank you for your time today and uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the future. All right, thank you very much. Again, that was one of our many interns, Alan Wong, who's really made an impact on the team. Next, the team took a trip to the Jewish Community Center in Cherry Hill, about 15 minutes from the Berkshire Hathaway Cherry Hill location, to speak with Beth Siegel, who's Assistant Director and Director of CAMS at the Medford Project to see how they implement diversity in their organization. So here we have Beth Siegel from JCC Camps at Medford. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for taking the time for the interview. Thanks for having me. Um, so we've got a few basic questions for you to start. What exactly is JCC? So JCC stands for Jewish Community Centers. Our home base is in Cherry Hill. Um, we have a beautiful campus, the Weinberg campus at the corner of Springdale and Crescent Road and we basically are here to serve the community. We have everything from infant activities and child care and an early childhood center um, to activities for senior citizens. Mm -hmm. um, what's your specific role within the company? So I'm the assistant director here at the CATS JCC and I'm also the director of our JCC Camps and Medford project. And how long have you been doing this? Um, I'm, this summer will be my third summer at the camp. Mm -hmm. So I'm here about three and a half years now. So, like, what do you enjoy most about your job, your position? Uh, no two days are ever alike. That is the <laughs> best part of my job. It is not like coming in and sitting behind a desk and just looking at my computer or answering the phone. Every day is different. That's great. So, like, um, our topic is about diversity. So, um, is diversity important to, like, the organization? Absolutely. Even though we're, as our name says, a Jewish community center, um, we are here for every faith and everyone in our community. Um, I think it's important that we are diverse here in this building because that's just the way the world is. The world is diverse and we should be a microcosm and an example. Um, so we have a little bit of a deep question right here, but like, how would you define diversity? Um, I think diversity is like the melting pot. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that and everybody together and that's what makes I think our world special and where we live and I think that's what makes our organization and our camp very special. Um, to touch on that a little bit like we have a group of like 11 interns I think it is now or no nine I think it's nine interns at the at Berkshire Hathaway and everybody brings in their own sort of vision and unique like perspective on things so that's how I think diversity really impacts our little group too. Um, how does your organization impact the community? So we impact our participants and their families every day in a multitude of ways. So for example working families come here they, we have early childhood care, we have a daycare here so not only are we servicing the families because they need child care for their jobs um, but we're servicing the kids. Um, our kids are getting a, an education here, they're getting a Jewish education, they're getting a diverse education. Um, we serve seniors, we have a lunch program here every day. Uh, we serve over a hundred seniors lunch 
and they come here, they have socialization, they have activities, whereas in some cases a lot of seniors are very isolated and have a very uh, solitude type of existence as they age. Um, we have a lot of social activities here. They get to spend the day. They do everything from art classes to adult education, um, have lunch, exercise, and social classes. There's something here for everyone. And I think the beauty of walking through our building and going through our lobby is taking a look at who's really here and the different age groups and just the different types of people are here. And it just really blends well together and that way we serve everyone. Right. You guys have been doing it for 20 plus years now, so. Something's working, right? Something's going right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could go ahead, Justin. Um, so, I work at the camp too. Uh, so, like, so how diverse is the camp? Like, do you know like the demographics of it? Because I know like uh, JCC is like Jewish uh, community center. So, like, how diverse is the camp? Um, I think that's change. It changes year to year, and I think it's changed over the years. We're about seventy-five to eighty percent Jewish. Um, however, I think our staff is probably only 60% Jewish, and I think the other remaining 30% or so is very mixed. Um, all types of ethnicities, all types of religion, and I think um, the amount of diversity really lends to the atmosphere at camp. Uh, so, like, what are your goals for the camp this summer? Uh, I know there's a lot of new things coming up, so would you like to talk about that? Um, so, the core, my core goal is to have a safe and happy summer for everyone. Um, I think that camp brings so much to children's lives in such an enriching way, um, very different than school does. Um, I think the socialization opportunities out at camp are so much greater. Kids really develop so many social skills at camp. Um, there's, when I was a kid back in the day, you know, you went outside and you just played. There wasn't as much structure, as much, you know, soccer is at 8 o'clock and music lessons are at 7 o'clock and, you know, tutoring is at 5 o'clock and um, kids are very structured right now and I think that camp really lets kids let loose and figure things out a little more on their own. They have to figure out how to get along with others and they just get to play and be themselves. Um, so I always want the kids to have a fun, safe summer, number one. But at the same time, while they're playing and doing this, we're really teaching them life skills at the same time. So that's the ultimate goal. Um, there are a lot of new things happening at camp this summer. Um, we're excited to be moving into a new Welcome Center building. It will be the new home of all the camp director's offices. Um, so we're, that means we're moving out of the old trailers that we were in and so to me that was an opportunity to say hey how are we going to repurpose this space so what we're doing in that space now is we're repurposing it and we're renaming it STEM Village and we're offering STEM programming for our campers for the first time so we'll be having coding and 3d printing and drones and a maker space and really moving with the times you know STEM is the big buzzword right now and we've not offered that time of type of programming to our campers and we're really happy to really be taking a jump into the future um, and helping our kids go there in a really fun environment that's that's not set up like school. That's wonderful. Do you have anything else to say, Rudy? No, I think that's it. I think you touched on everything. Um, did you want to talk about some like the event that happened, was it last week or something with George Costanza? Oh, so George Costanza <laughs> was here last night. Oh, last it was night. our 20th anniversary um, here on the Weinberg campus. 
and George was here. So Jason <laughs> Alexander came. Um, he is extremely talented and surprised all of us with um, his his talents. And he had a really unique uh, format for the evening, where he let the audience participate. So the house lights were up, which you know usually when we have you know a name here or an entertainer or whatever, the house lights are down and it's you know very formal. It was not. All the lights were up. It was really casual and informal. And he got to answer questions from the audience, but he had some shtick associated with it. So we had a list of 25 or 30 things that the audience could ask him about and he covered things from uh, the Israel-Palestine conflict to some secret information about Seinfeld, some funny stories about him growing up in his family, about being bald, about diet and exercise, and he was just a pleasure to be with. Um, he stayed afterwards for a sponsor reception and really was a mensch and took his time and made everybody feel special. In their few minutes that they had to take a photo with him or chat, he really didn't rush anybody and was really wonderful. And it was a great way to celebrate the 20th anniversary here on our Weinberg campus. Amazing. And how many people were there again? Uh, about 650. Wow. Yeah, That's a huge it was turnout. a sellout. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Besides George, who is like the most famous person that's been here and like presented here? Um, we have a lot. We do an arts, books, and culture festival every year. So we get the late, you know, the biggest authors and filmmakers. So that's a very big schedule for us. So there's a lot of famous people. I think my favorite so far has been Charles Barkley. He was here for our sports award dinner last year. <laughs> what another great guy who spent the evening with us and chatted with everybody. He came into the room. Usually the talent will you know stay off to the side in the green room until it's time for them to get up to the podium and speak and nope charles barkley wanted to be there for the cocktail hour and was up at the bar and eating hors d'oeuvres with everyone and mingling and um really was a fun guy he was like why am i going to sit in the room by myself so he was just came out and hung with everybody and that was really seemed like a social butterfly really totally yeah yeah he was awesome (laughs) he was awesome so yeah we've had we have a lot of great names really need to like be on the scoop with our Facebook page on our website because you really can come and see some amazing people here. Mm-hmm. And what is that? What's the website URL? Um, we're the catchjcc.org. Okay. And what's the Facebook name? Same. Same thing? Yep. Awesome. I think that was it for today, right? Yep. Um, so thank you so much again, Beth. Um, best of luck with the camp and Thanks. everything else. My pleasure. All right. So wrapping it up, uh, we have our top listings like we always do. Um, our first property is 99 Crescent Gibbsboro Road in Voorhees, New Jersey. It's four beds, uh, also has three and a half baths. It's a custom home, uh, Tiger Wood flooring on the first floor. Uh, inside the kitchen is like, they have cherry cabinets, granite counters, uh, ceramic tile flooring, and a large morning room um, or breakfast nook if you want to call it that. Moving on to the backyard, it is amazingly huge. <laughs> uh, the, they have a huge in-ground pool, outdoor showers, a barbecue area, fire pit area, a gazebo, whatever you name it, it has everything. Uh, also, the house has a three-car garage. Uh, the basement, um, the basement is something else. It's lovely. Has There's a theater room um, with a projector and a projector screen and 
it's I've never seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> also, there it's there's a two-story like family room. Uh, there's also a study, uh, first floor study, uh, entertainment-sized dining room, and also the schools around there and Voorhees uh, Eastern High and the other two elementary schools. They're about like a half, one and a half miles away. So it's a lovely house. And next we have 1710 Country Club Drive in Cherry Hill. It's three bedrooms, three baths. It's a, it's got a one car garage. It's 1,524 square feet. It's within walking distance to Woodcrest Elementary School and Swim Club. It's got a generous backyard with a back deck located in the quiet part of the neighborhood. And overall, it's a great location for a family in a good neighborhood. So these are just short descriptions of our listings, however. So if you want more info on these two listings, uh, please contact Canyon Nadova. Her cell phone number is 609-206-4517. Or you can email her at candy.nodova at foxroach.com. Uh, also, check out her Facebook and uh, her website. Uh, so her Facebook is Candy Nadova, and her her website actually being um, made by the interns. It's candynadova.foxroach.com. Also, uh, you can also contact Luis Ortiz. His cell phone number is eight five six three five seven zero zero seven three, or you can email him at luis.ortiz at foxroach.com. Uh, be sure to check out his Facebook at Luis Ortiz 2013 and visit his website LuisOrtiz.FoxRoach.com. And about half our team has been working on Candy Lewis's website, so definitely make sure to check those out and see the amazing work they've been putting in. Be sure to check out our next episode topic where we're going to talk about how Candy Lewis are implementing partnerships in real estate. Also check out our various social media sites on Facebook and Instagram at BHHS Real Talk. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next time.